Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. What's the best way to fish like a local? What if you could book a trip with an experienced local guide with the click of a button? Now you can with Fishing Booker. Now anyone can access enjoyable fishing experiences anywhere. Take the legwork out of setting up that trip and explore more than 30,000 fishing experiences at your fingertips. Just go to fishingbooker.com to get started and book your trip with a local guide. That's fishingbooker.com. Fishing Booker. Fish like a local. I've been telling you guys about Land.com to help you find a place to call your own and do all the hunting and fishing and hanging with the family that you want. While owning your own piece of land is something that can generate memories, I can speak to this personally because my family, we own a couple small, beautiful little backcountry parcels. It can also generate income in both the near and long term, like starting a rental business slash family compound that can benefit both this and future generations. Check out the hundreds of thousands of rural listings from across America. Enough dreaming about it. Land.com is the place to find and invest in your open space. What's up, y'all? I'm KC. And I'm Tyler. And this is another Big Buck Breakdown from the Element Podcast. Brought to you by Exodus Trail Cameras. So now on the phone, we have Mr. Whatever, Chris B., the realist. Uh, I don't know how to associate you, but you are uh, a friend of ours. I'd say uh, probably one of my best friends. And uh, <laughs> and because of that, you're going to tell me the coordinates of this particular buck that you've killed. But how yes. how is everything else going, man? It's going good. Yeah, It's finally calming down a little bit. It was a crazy day afterwards. Um, how many texts did you get shooting it a lot and like just social media was going crazy too yeah i um i hate to be this guy that (laughs) texts you and goes congrats and then is like let's get on a podcast like that's literally one of my least favorite things to do to people (laughs) so like i gave you a day you know i was like congrats and then the next day i was like hey can we get on the podcast for real though um so no it's no big deal yeah i mean like it's it's crazy, but it's it was it was totally fine. Yeah, you know everything. It's cool. It's like the good kind of, you know. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if that'll never happen again, but yeah, probably it not. <laughs> <laughs> probably not to us, but to you. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> we'll yeah, I know. I actually this particular piece that Chris hunted. Um, I know it pretty well and it does have a few <laughs> good bucks around. So, um. no funny, funny story is we hunted, um, four days and only saw four deer. Really? Yeah. It seemed like you just deer. went in and killed it the first afternoon. I did. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was hunting with uh, my girlfriend, Caitlin. I got you. And we stayed three extra days. Yeah. And then she actually killed. So on the fourth day. On that note, yeah. I haven't seen much about you scouting Kansas, but I think I saw she yeah. had like a Kansas scout video from the spring. Yeah, did, she did Caitlin scout this buck out for no. you and find it? No, 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 no. 
<laughs> we totally different spot. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> totally different. That's all right, man. It's okay. You can um, admit it. It's we're. Hey, you know. I, I would admit it. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> my uh, my wife is like dead set on shooting this buck out from under me here local. So <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm telling her, I told her this morning, I said, look, you haven't put any preparation into this thing. Like you don't yeah. get a chance to shoot this deer with a rifle while I'm out here getting 35 yards from him with a bow and not getting shots, you know? So, right, right. Uh, that you just got to put them in their place sometimes, dude, <laughs> just to let you know. <laughs> so anyway, oh, uh, dude, tell us the story though. This is, uh, the reason we had you on was to yeah. talk about how it went down. I mean, the short story's kind of short. Like, as you know, I mean, I hit you up back when we were applying for Kansas and I was like a little confused on the applying process. And I knew that you guys hunted Kansas and you were like the first people that popped in my head. I was like, Oh, well I was asked like, how do you apply? <laughs> so that was step one. So I randomly applied to two units in Kansas with no prior knowledge of anything. Um, and then about a week before driving out, well, then I was like, well, eleven fifteen. like I always hear great things about like the rut starting in Kansas, maybe like a week after the rest of the Midwest, mm-hmm. like, you know, especially Michigan, we're a little bit up North and it's always good the first week in November. So Kansas is always better, you know, that second week. So anyways, I was like, okay, well, 11, 15 ish, I'll plan on heading out to Kansas. Well, like first week in November, I luckily shot two Michigan bucks with my bow. So I was done in Michigan. Um, so I actually, got to head out like two days earlier than what I was thinking. So I literally just looked on hunt wise and dropped a couple pins, maybe like 10 pins on pieces and found a town that we could call our home base. And we left, um, 11, 15. So November 15th at like five or 6 AM, um, drove out there and I was in a tree, by let's see like 11 30 you better stop doing this math people are gonna figure <laughs> it out dude <laughs> no, I mean, dude whatever <laughs> i mean there's so much it's just there's so much like it just doesn't even matter yeah like, whether we're hunting public land like chris is here or we're on our own little homestead in east texas exodus trail cameras are our go-to they have a ton of great products and a ton of them are on sale right now for black friday on their website like the trick solar chargers, even the Render, which is their cell phone camera. And get this, if the Render's not in stock, they're extending the Black Friday pricing until that camera comes back in stock. So go check out Exodus Outdoor Gear and be sure and sign up for the newsletter so that you'll be notified when there's new deals coming up. Um, but anyways, um, at like noon, I saw the buck I ended up shooting. So a half hour in the stand, no prior knowledge, no nothing. I saw him like full zombie mode about 200 yards away just mm. walking in a straight line, like zombie mode, mouth wide open, looking for those. Gosh. Um, and it was like 30 mile an hour winds at this point. So like no way to rattle at them, grunt at them. Like I tried, mm-hmm. like obviously, but there was no, you know, he was not hearing anything. So anyways, he went up over the hill. And so I was pretty tired. So I like took a nap in the tree <laughs> like, <laughs> the wind was blowing like crazy. Cause I knew nothing was going to be moving. Well, then I like finally calmed down at, um, like four o'clock finally like calmed way, way down. 
like kind of like a spooky quiet. Um, so then I rattled, um, nothing showed up. It was about 10, 15 minutes after that. And it got like even more quiet, like freaking, you could hear a mouse underneath you, like running around. Mm. So mm. I just grunt, I grunted three times, just like a brr, 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 just kind of like very casual and then put the grunt call away. And then like 30 seconds later, I looked behind me kind of, I was in a saddle and it was kind of a weird tree. Um, cause there's no good trees in the whole state of Kansas. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I like, I like looked around behind me and it was just like, pff, there he was like 150 yards away coming like straight to me. Um, like pretty much straight on a beeline. Um, and I knew like he heard me, he either heard the rattling and was just taking a while to come in or heard my grunts was coming in. But I just grabbed my bow on the camera and just got ready. And he kind of did a little bit of a C and there was this old cattle trail, um, that kind of was set up on that was 20 yards. Perfect shot right there. And he got on that cattle trail. And once he got on that, I was like, all right, he's just coming like right to me. And he pretty much never stopped walking. I think he stopped walking, uh, once. And then he heard me kind of like starting to get my bow drawn back a little bit and hesitated for a second. And, uh, then he just kept walking and I stopped him at 21 yards and, Mm shot him double long and he ran to 150 and bled out the mouth and fell over golly <laughs> man <laughs> that's too cool yeah. so were you in the were you in the stand uh alone were you self-filming yeah self-filming yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. what do you think about the self-filming game out of a saddle uh that's fine yeah um it's definitely a little bit more challenging because you have the the bridge and the rope in front of you Mm-hmm. Um, so you kind of got to like pick one side or the other to do the majority of shooting and, you know, you're not 360 at that point. If you're solo filming out of saddle, you're not mm-hmm. planning on like shooting 360. So I like, I set the camera up like on my left side and then kind of stretch my prime shots to like right behind me and then like kind of like right over the camera. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. One of the things that you find yourself doing a lot of times when you're hunting public land or thick private land is that you'll end up clipping on with your release, taking your release off, moving around, readjusting, re-clipping your release. And man, sometimes you got to have a really specific tool to be able to do that. Cobra Archery has so many different types of releases. They have the handheld type with a thumb release. They have a dual caliper. They have a hook. There's all different varieties that you can use and be comfortable with. I personally like the hook style. Tyler has a dual caliper one. There's a new version of the Maverick that's like a pinch on that's really sweet. We've kind of been experimenting with that. So go check out CobraArchery.com and see which type of release will be right for you. How do you feel about, um, like, do you feel like this is something that you can, like, your scouting prowess has led you into or like how much luck is involved here? Like, you oh, know, like 90% luck. <laughs> so, I mean, so <laughs> like, you, you think like this is just something that happens every once in a while when you're in a big buck state, but this oh, isn't yeah. like, this isn't a spot that you would necessarily be like, I, you don't, how do you feel? Like, do you think I need to go back to this spot every single year because that can happen again every year here? Or is that something that can happen in other places that you had scouted out? No, I think this was just a, to me, I think this was a total freak thing that I had no control over. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just supposed to happen. It was meant to happen. Just one of those things where it was like, everything worked so well that if I 
it, it was just so out of my control. So, mm-hmm. and to answer your question, yeah, I think there's when you're in a big box state like Kansas, Iowa, you know, all the sleeper states. When it comes down to it, there's this big box around. So eventually, one's gonna like mess up and come right in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you know, because yeah. we hunted, we hunted that same piece and only saw two other bucks mm-hmm. for the next three days. Golly. So it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't like we. It was yeah. It was a total freak thing. Yeah. In my opinion. Well, tell us about that buck, man, because uh, I've looked at his pictures and stuff, and he is straight up just a freak nasty. Yeah. So he's he's like pretty much a dream buck for sure. He had twenty four inch main beams. Mm. Uh, both his G twos were thirteen inches. Uh, he had twenty four inches in trash. Oh wow. my goodness. Yeah. <clears throat> so the trash is what helped him a lot. Um, all of his mass measurements, but one were over five inches. Yeah. Ooh. Toad daddy. <laughs> yeah. So he was, what, what I put a tape on him, he was 187. Mm, man. You pretty much nailed I that. I said high 180s. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. I was like, you know, this always happens cause we did a little bit too, but, uh, I saw your post about like, what do y'all think he scores or something like that, you know? Yeah. And guys yeah. were like in the two hundreds and I was like, man, that is a giant, but I mean, not to well, belittle the deal, deer at all, you know, but it's just like, man, I don't, I don't know. You see, you know what I'm saying, right? So like, yeah, no, I mean, it takes a lot to get a deer 200. It does. So if he had, <laughs> if, you know, being super picky, if he was like a clean, t- if he was a 10 yeah, instead of a nine and then his fours were, you know, mm-hmm. eight inch fours, yeah. then he would have been 200. Yeah. But he yeah. Was, he's a mainframe nine with only a four inch ninth point yeah, yeah but he's know. a just a slob of a public land buck you know is what it is you know like goodness gracious alive he's it's a, unbelievable he's a shooter yeah he's a shooter pretty much everywhere yep. oh yeah 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 he's a freak oh. out pretty much everywhere yeah. for me yeah, yeah no doubt yeah and what's but, nuts uh, is all those trash points man or whatever you want to call them um like that that adds up you know like how old do you think he is do you think a deer has to get pretty old to start adding that kind of stuff I don't know. Like, he didn't have a huge body on him. Yeah. Um, like, on the hoof, I would not be surprised if he was, like, 180, 190. Um, definitely not over 200 pounds. Really? But uh, that's, you know, two, three weeks into the rut. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he really could have been run down. Yeah, um, it sounds he like tons, he's already doing that. Yeah, he had tons of battle wounds. So he had, like, a couple puncture wounds in the back of his head. Um, his eye was gouged out. It still had his eye and it functional, but it was like pussed over and closed shut. Ooh, man. Um, so yeah, he was mature. I don't know if he was four or five or yeah. seven or eight. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I Good. don't think, I think he was four or five. Yeah. Mm. It's a, oh, I've known some other Michiganders who call mature bucks two-year-olds, so it's good to see where you're at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I yeah. mean, I shot a two-year-old in Michigan this year, and that was the biggest one I saw. Oh, I'm going to smoke a two-year-old if I get a chance in Texas, man. It's, <laughs> oh, it's going yeah. down. Yeah. My standards are situational. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude. yeah, dude. We were gunning for one-year-olds in South Dakota this year when we were up there. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah, let's just shoot a deer. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what's uh, that. maybe there's uh, like some uh, payback there. Like if your standards are low, every once in a while you get to hit the real top end of it or something. You know, kind of like <laughs> yes. Yeah, so if that's the case, the next spike is dead. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh man, well, that's an awesome story. Did you say uh, Caitlin actually shot one? Yeah, she shot a uh, a nice eight, probably like a three year old, hundred twenty five, hundred thirty inch eight. Nice. Um, we might have to have so her on too, man. Yeah, that was cool. I was in the tree with her filming. Oh, that's um, cool. Sick. 
it came by just running a doe hard like they were both just painting and uh chased it right by and and uh it all worked out got yeah. it on film so. that's cool that the, who cool. was the first person you sent the bbd text to the first person well i called i called caitlin i called my dad and then i called cooper nice Dang. it's pretty good order i like it it's <laughs> yeah. cool man that's cool yeah. yeah yeah cool man well congrats on that dude and thanks for uh hopping on i know you're busy and telling us the yeah, story no so uh what's uh when's the video release happening man uh so a little snippet of it is actually going to be in a matthews piece uh coming out probably once you guys upload this it'll already be out um so it's, it's either today or tomorrow nice um that's why i've been kind of going crazy to try to get that get that turned around and in, yeah in that but uh the actual full hunt will probably be a month or so yeah because yeah. i have western tour and 40 other videos to get done yeah you uh worked that out real good with the release of the v3 or whatever it is with killing that big buck man <laughs> yeah. that worked out yeah. well thanks yeah that was timed out <laughs> yeah. released them released them from the cage in the corner and he came walking out perfect carrot exactly. in front of them yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, that's awesome, dude. What's uh, what's the best way? People just search Chris B on YouTube and and yeah. find your channel mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah, yep. it's a good channel, man. I know I've talked about it several times. Every time you come on, so I won't I won't go too far into this, but it's a good channel. It's worth going <laughs> yeah, and checking thanks. out if you're listening. Chris, thanks for coming on, dude. Yeah, I appreciate it, guys. Man, what an awesome story about a big buck. Guys, we want to say a big thanks to Exodus Trail Cameras and Cobra Archery for being a part of this big buck breakdown. For sure, man. And also, if you want to check out what we do on a daily basis, maybe even see some of these big bucks, go to Instagram and follow us at The Element Wild. And then also subscribe on YouTube to keep up with what we're doing throughout the season. And subscribe on the podcast. And remember, this is your element. Living it. a lot of frustration brothers let's forgive and forget i've been telling you guys about land.com to help you find a place to call your own and do all the hunting and fishing and hanging with the family that you want while owning your own piece of land is something that can generate memories i can speak to this personally because my family we own a couple small beautiful little backcountry parcels it can also generate income in both the near and long term like starting a rental business slash family compound that can benefit both this and future generations check out the hundreds of thousands of rural listings from across america enough dreaming about it land.com is the place to find and invest in your open space clean and protect your firearms with riptide armory Riptide, a veteran-founded business, is dedicated to producing American-made cleaning chemicals and also dedicated to creating American jobs. And that commitment is embodied in every product that's bottled, labeled, and shipped from their Arvada, Colorado facility. Safe for all firearm types and surfaces, embrace the power of American ingenuity and protect your firearms with the best. Visit RiptideArmory.com.